Cal versus the universe. It is Dean Cal versus the universe. I'm DD. Say hi, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. All right, we're back. It's another week. Yeah, it's it's uh, nine days since our last. <laughs> it was a rough week last week. I'm yeah. not. I'm not going to deny. There's a lot going on. A lot of lethargy on my part. A lot of uh, anxiety running around. I don't know. Yeah. What it is. I had a hard time. I know that. Yeah. But uh, we're back. We're 100%. We are. It's a... Uh... What the hell did we talk about? <laughs> I, kinda, I actually kind of do want to talk about the weather. Like, I think the high was only like 71 today. So we're... Ooh, it was nice. You know, we're, we're now in uh, the fall equinox. Yeah. So... I went on a walk the other day. Yeah, it, it's it it, it's hot. like the best time. I think I'm I'm gonna try to get out. I mean, my my back hurts to all hell when I'm done with a walk, but I'm gonna try to take Halo out a little bit more. Hey, if you ever want to go uh, to the little park over by uh, the village or whatever, it's it's actually really really nice out there. Yeah, I'd be down to walk around with you. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, is this? But it is good walking weather. Yeah, for sure. Good walking weather. I took a I took a very informal poll on on uh, Facebook. I asked what everybody's favorite month was. Um, as long as it wasn't because it was your birthday, and most people said October. Yeah, like oh, the overall overwhelming majority of the people that answered is that because of Halloween or is it because of the weather? Um, you know what i i I would like to get a little bit more focused because it was mostly just women answering. Okay. Um, women love Halloween. Yeah, I I'm friends with a lot of spooky bitches. I yeah. think is what it is. And then uh, it's spooky time. Um, my dad, whoever likes to be th- that guy in the room to kind of mess with <laughs> you, he, he takes, he takes the period from Thanksgiving to the 30 days between Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> That's his favorite time of year. His, his favorite month. Okay. Um, but it was mostly just an interest. I, I, ever since I've been learning more and more about, uh, periods of history that we didn't learn about in school to, to the extent that I thought we should have learned about them. Um, I just thought about how we record time and, you know, the calendar being one of those things that's been changed throughout history and the format that which we use. I was, I was mostly just trying to think we should move. We should move new year to spring. I think I think the beginning of spring <laughs> should be the beginning of the year. It's Closer a, to the Chinese New Year. Yeah, it's it's weird to have a new year in literally the dead of winter. January is the most wintry. Yeah. <laughs> of it, that it season. It's the coldest day of the year. There's n- and nobody likes January. Nobody. Nobody likes January. Yeah. Nobody. It's, it's a time to go inside and drink and party. Yeah, and I just think uh, which is why I think we would have like a lot New more Year's. fun if we moved it to mid March. Yeah, if we made like March, it'd be more festive. Twentieth, the first of March, and yeah. the beginning of the year, and this is the new year. I think we would be able to have a lot more fun. Well, who do we submit these ideas to? How do we get this to happen? Uh, who do we talk to? The president of calendars. <laughs> what? <laughs> what of the big three corporations in the, the world? The king of calendars. That is that. The same people that you submit uh, term limits to. Yeah, is that Vanguard? Do I Vanguard? Um, but I, yeah, I, I just it was. It's just weird to think about the just the calendar in and of itself and how fucked up it is because of uh, 
the way things are ordered and the way it was named previously was based on its order and now it's all out of order and we're just like, no, nah, we're going to keep all these though. <laughs> we're not, we're not changing anything else. <laughs> it's just it's fucking weird. I, I don't know, man. I've never even thought about it that way. I think I like the calendar, but what was the uh, well, yeah, calendar? It's, it's what was everything it? you grew up with. It's everything that I love. Everything I know is the calendar. The, the Gr- right. Gregorian? Is it Gregorian? Is that what we use now? What was the, what was the calendar prior to this? Julian. The Julian? So they... July and August were not July and August. They were they were something else. But they were... They were a single In month. that span, they were in in the year. They were replaced by... July and August. Seven and eight. And then just right. renamed that. They added January and February. Oh. Making it one and two, which... Pushed shoved everything else, everything else yeah. September, October, November, December into being too beyond their. Uh... Do you think that there was an event like 400 years ago where they were like, "All right, new calendar starting today, guys." So we're gonna set your set your yeah, calendar. We're gonna back. make the new year drab. Today's Gregorian day and cold, <laughs> and we want everybody to just begin the new year in a depressed state. Yeah. Everybody unhappy, you know, some fireworks. It, but everything about spring is that's exactly what it is. It's supposed to be about new life. Right. And uh, and we're celebrating the new year in the death yeah. of it. It just seems... In the middle of the death. Yeah. Yeah. But smack death. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It could help. It could help the psyche of a lot of people. I don't know. It could, it could maybe do nothing. I just thought it was interesting that they picked that time. and. The, Weird. We need the the Drubian calendar to, <laughs> to begin sometime <laughs> in the right. next ten, decade. Let's try to make shit work. Um, but I just coming across that, and obviously uh, the the stuff about basically anything about history that we weren't taught that was told. Uh, like, um, one of the big ones here is: it, it, Did you ever hear of the uh, what is it called? The Lost Cause? theory no. so regarding calendars no oh. uh this this is regarding history oh history and, and you know i love history yeah um so the lost cause was uh sort of this wave it was post reconstruction period right uh so post civil war post reconstruction um to to infiltrate the narrative regarding the civil war and that's that's when you started. It was really the late 1800s and early 1900s that you started to see a lot of those Civil War statues being erected. Right. It wasn't right after the war or anything that they were planning to do during the war. Right. It was it was during this time they were having more states um, really uh, affected by a curriculum that was teaching that too. Right. And it tried to shift the the focus from a lot of uh, the secession claims away from particularly slavery and just making it about states' rights and, and, and this right. whole thing. Um, and it was it was pretty predominant. I mean, even when I was in school, it was still something that my history teacher was talking about. Although you can you can read every state's I think we articles were... of secession yeah. and and <laughs> most of them are literally mentioning, you know, the slavery. protection of slavery. I think we've established that most of the things that we learned in school were, yeah. I mean, so twisted. It, so we're talking about it, 
it's easy for us to look at uh we talked a bit about um the way the way history's taught in Japan yeah. con- concerning World War II. Um do they, do they teach we were the bad guys? Sorry, what? Do they teach that <coughs> J- Japan was the bad guys? Do they say well, we, we were assholes and we, we bombed Pearl Harbor? Uh, yeah, we did it to ourselves. Well, they're not really taught that much about it. They're just oh, they're not. taught. Isn't that what they're taught in Germany? Is that like, hey, like the Nazi regime well, was it, a, well, a terrible thing that happened well, that we what's, did? What's very interesting is similar to the lost cause. Yeah. After World War Two, so after World War Two, the German soldiers that were there in Europe, and that were, um, first of all, almost every German soldier on the Eastern Front was immediately put into a work camp. I okay. mean, they were the the Russians, yeah, fucking worked them, worked <laughs> them hard. Um, but we also put them to work too. So it wasn't just like the war was over, so they went home. Right. We we forced them uh, into labor. Uh, to really help clean up uh, a lot of the cities after the war. But it was very difficult after a couple of years reintegrating into the new society um, when you served as uh, a soldier but weren't specifically identified as a Nazi, right? So we're, so the distinction between... Right, because there's the German Nazi- shoulders, shoulders. Soldiers, correct. Soldiers and Nazis. So... As as this problem continued to mount with soldiers having an, a problem reintegrating, there was a similar push through changing the the spin on this whole thing is that, no, you we have to distinguish people that serve in the army as not being Nazis and you can't affiliate them with atrocities of war that it should be associated with Nazis. Although the truth was, many of them were very part and parcel to contributing and regardless of whether they were just doing their jobs, like they were, they were very integrated into doing terrible things. Right. Um, and then there's also the reality of like, but you know, they might, there might be some that actually have Nazi leanings, but were never just a party member. They just wanted to go, you know, fight with their brother and, and you know, whatever place in France they were going to go to. Um, but that was another, it was another attempt to rewrite. I think I can't remember the name. That there's a German, um, it's a German uh, phrase. It was like uh, the angel Wehrmacht. It was like the the soldier angels. They're like, oh, you got to we got to separate these terrible things and not attribute any anything on them. Just you know, so they can try to reintegrate and not you know, uh, be held so harshly. So it's it's very interesting because that was a governmental control, right? Um, technically, uh, I believe textbook, um, selection in, uh, in Japan is that like, oh, the, the, the government won't approve of certain things, but they don't write the book. So the texts come in and they're like, all right, well, we're not going to, the government's not writing the textbook, but we're not going to approve anything that does this, that, or the other. So it's a way to keep it like no, the government's not right writing somebody, the history. They're just approving which version. Somebody was gets. commissioned to actually write all of this, and then they just filtered it. Yeah, and 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 then textbooks. And there are this. groups, and there are groups of people that decide these things in every state, right? Yeah. Um. So it, and and it's 
it's it'd be hard to be like oh and are you sure and, and to wondering all these things because again it is something that we were taught yeah our entire lives and you don't you know it was for any for any people that are in their 20s that might be listening to it it was very hard for us to accept pluto not being a planet, planet anymore yeah like, it, 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 still a planet in my mind that that history in my mind like i i had grown up my entire life with the knowledge of the solar system and i learned the songs and i could i made the the fucking mural and i did all that other shit and but they're out there was pluto and then they came in they're like nah it's not it's not in the gang anymore and that fucking you know it was like that columbine <laughs> this moment's a really rocked our young generation uh so it it was like man that's the facts have changed you know what i mean like or we've reclassified them yeah uh to a degree and it's like and 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 it's just becoming easier and easier to 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 question you know the uh the veracity of claims and the legitimacy of evidence (laughs) it's given like you know my vision of my daughter's future in education is just trying to source answers that AI gives them. You know, we gotta be, they're gonna they're gonna ask it a question, and you're like, "All right, now why do you think that that's what it is? And is it, you know, who's funding whatever says this is the case?" And I'm frightened because it, it the future of education can't just be fact based learning anymore. Like it, you you can get those so quickly. It, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it can't just be about rote memorization. You have to. We have to find ways to apply knowledge, and it's going to be difficult. Um, just as a side note, since we brought up Pluto and we haven't done any space stuff in a little while, I'm just going to throw in a little bit of uh, un- sure. un- unnecessary knowledge. But uh, did you know that uh, since we have discovered Pluto, it still has not revolved around the sun one time? Because we discovered it. Was it the late? It was 1800s? A, it was the early 1900s. I think oh, yeah, it was well, 1930. Like 19 something teen. Oh, man, it was that. So in, it's in 1930 we discovered it. So it's been 100 years, and it takes two over 200 years for the planet, or for the not-planet Pluto to revolve around the sun. I think it's like 240-something years. You know what's crazy? The uh, So you know how the planets got their names or why they're called planets? Uh, because of gods? Wait, well, why, not, not their naming convention, but, but like how they got, like why, they're, why we put the, the word planet to them. Oh, uh, yeah, it has something to do with the, the celestial body that has moons, isn't it? Well, it, so the the word planet comes from the Greek word for wanderer. Okay. And they had noticed that you could see you could see celestial bodies, but because they were at a different point in orbit, they're at a different point in the sky. Yeah. So they're, they just they refer to them as wandering stars, and that's what planets are. And that's what planets and, are. And so we had this sense of that there are other things that are like us, Gotcha. Again, going okay. around the sun right. in an orbit. Everybody believing that we're going around the sun, not necessarily believing we're on, on a an flat orbit. Surface. You know that they. It's it's interesting how many centuries existed. Yeah, with us believing that we spun on an axis, but you couldn't prove it. Like there wasn't like uh, there wasn't a, a a test you could run at the time. We didn't actually prove it until the early 1900s. Right. And and that was huge. I mean, but in order to believe in that, you know, 
um, sun centric thing, you'd have to be like, okay, then we must be turning as well yeah. as we continue to go across this. And, and, and we just couldn't, wouldn't that fall somewhere in line with believing that the earth was round? Yes. Yeah. So that they, they believed in its sphere shape, like everything that they saw around, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and they had, I mean, and, and the Greeks had done these experiments that lasted throughout and just because, um, the middle ages was ruled by the Roman Catholic church. All of that was kind of given a smear campaign with our cool, progressive Western ideology that developed after the Protestant revolution. Right. So, uh, or reformation. Um, but yeah, it was something that they all kind of accepted and they all kind of knew Once again, it was we, big and they we, knew it was big. And we were all taught that, uh, we believed that the earth was flat 400 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was fucking Columbus yeah. that was proving something. And it was not, all of that's not true. Right. None of that was true. And I was we taught, taught that in school. Yeah. Yeah. And by, and by society. Yeah. <laughs> My I, whole life. Like it was, it was just like, we made reference to the Tommy Lee Jones uh, line in men in black. And he's like, 400 years ago, we believed that the earth was flat. And then right. as of yesterday, you believe you're alone in the, the universe. The ignorance of the population. Yeah. And yeah, and all that's horseshit. Yeah. And none of it was true. Yeah. The, the only reason they didn't sail the other way is because they're like, the ocean's too big. Yeah. We would all die. Yeah. All die out Can't there. Can't go back. Yeah. <laughs> we all die. And they were about to kill him. Like, they were about to mutiny yeah. before they hit land, bro. And they're like, like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I would too if I had to be in, in those ships just like having to sleep <laughs> on the deck for just over a month, over yeah. a month at sea. Yeah. And you're like, we can't even turn back and yeah. live. There's all those whalers survive? Oh, they ate each other. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, those were, and at the time, those were the only people willing to go out that far. And right. they were kind of associated with the pretty wily, unhinged say, were, were they breed. close to prisoners? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you can go to sea or you can go to prison. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> those are your options. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, or you can come to America. Right. Or, it's like, do if, you if owe? Do you owe it. money? Yeah. <laughs> you need to go over to the New World and work. Yeah, off your debt. That was the other thing too. Is like the Christopher Columbus was actually looking for the New World, not like some people believe it was had something to do with India. No, he he was trying he to was get to India. India. So okay. the the thing was, they only ever got there by basically staying close to shore, right? Um, but again, it it wasn't it wasn't because they believed that there was monsters out there or the edge of the world. It was because they've never been to a landmass between. Right. Europe and Asia and Africa, and they think like, well, this is big, and if we know, and if if the rest of the world is water, right, that then, would be like six months we would have on the high it. seas, yeah. and there's no way you could get enough supply. You couldn't, you right. know, the boat probably wouldn't last being in the water for that long, it, it, surviving storms. Like it would just be, it'd be folly because you just die out there, right. So they never really saw any practical reason and because the ships couldn't believably make the voyage because they thought it would take so long. And then they developed these new types of ships um, that they were super fast and super small. So um, and they had to be attended to day and night. So nobody got any sleep. Like if you worked during the day, you couldn't go down below. There was no private room for anybody. You had to sleep on deck right. with everybody else working in the weather. 
in but the they, they were able to kind of draft or bring in the bigger ship that Columbus was on. Right. And it was just fortunate they happened to run into land. And they're like, oh, shit. And, and good that it was the Atlantic because the Pacific's way, like, he would have been dead by, yeah. by that time. It's much more treacherous. <laughs> yeah, like, if they, if, if they would have been on the other side of that, like, yeah, he would have been, he would have been gone by Pre- that point. So. Pre-garbage island. Yeah, so, you know, they, uh, it's something that is, I mean, all that information is out there. Yeah. It just is all the, yeah, but no, the disinformation that, and, teach, you know, yeah. and, uh, and it's funny because there are other kind of things. It's like, what else were these? You know, the kind of things that they put in rhymes, like to make it some of these easy, like <laughs> right. these go-to facts and shit like that. Like, what you know, if I look upon, you know, what oh, what was oh, that was all horseshit. Or, <laughs> uh, you know, learning about the Mayflower and right. you know, and a lot of that other stuff. You're like, oh, this is actually a nightmare that you try to dress up as a kid story, right? Uh, you know, like, yeah, pretty fucking savage. <laughs> you look at the truth. Yeah, and. Uh, the pilgrims weren't even originally in the Mayflower. It was all the people right. who were... It wasn't about a pilgrimage. People, the other ship yeah. brought those people was over, and then that Maria? one wrecked. Yeah. Um, and they all had to get in the Mayflower afterwards, and then they didn't even end up where they were supposed to be. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they had, in order to survive, they had to get taught by the Indians, so... Or the natives. Or, natives, yeah. Uh, Native Americans. Yes. People that was that, that was a whole here. misconception between India here. and Indians. Correct. Right. right. <clears throat> that and it believed to be. Have you heard anything about this? Uh, this is a complete fucking left turn. Um, have you have you heard anything about the the Senate removing uh, the the stringent dress code um, that they currently have? I I, I only I, I only saw like a blurb in a post. But yeah, I was like, I'm not saw, even sure. Like a picture meme kind of thing. Like I, I, I wanted to see if you you knew any truth to that. People just wanted to wear like what polo shirts in there now. I don't know, man. If they're gonna go in sundresses and and fucking surf shorts, <laughs> <laughs> flip flops, all all the eighty year olds. Yeah, in, so we can <laughs> see those varicose veins. Yeah. Like really, like really play it up. The problem. <laughs> Problem is the suits are too heavy. Yeah, <laughs> they need they're they need to just be allowed. They need to be allowed to wear light cotton, uh, <laughs> so they don't fall over. Sweatpants, like, like a majority of our senators, um, weighing them down, because that's what they need to be focusing on. Right, not, you know, term limits. Not dealing with the mental health crisis or right. plunging education or. The next election, none of that. They need to worry about what they can wear, and how long they can stay there. Right. What they can which, wear, which seems really important. Yeah, they they shouldn't even have. They shouldn't even be there long enough to give a fuck. You're only supposed to be there for a few months. Get the shit done. Go playing games. But that's get the all fuck out. That's all they know is playing games. Yep. Um. What else did we have? We we talked a little bit about uh, UFOs. Uh, yeah, we an- about NASA anomalous. Yeah, that uh, NASA has a new dedicated office to UAP reporting. That's right, UAPs. Um, and they're all about. They said they were all about uh, 
clarity and being transparent with the public, but they won't say who's the director of the new department. So that's kind of ironically hilarious. Um, they mentioned about getting a central number in which to call. I, I thought that was actually, that actually is very pr pragmatic is when people have a sighting or an encounter, they're typically dialing 911. And depending on where you are, you may get a sheriff, you may get a city police, right. you could get a yeah. highway patrol. Like, the and there's, yeah, and there's very little to track in the way, you know, with these very specific areas um, to, get, to get the data to a central place. So if they came up with a 911-esque phone number, like UFOs. a like a call in line specifically for this that just gets to NASA, right? Um, uh, it would be just clouded with a bunch of kooks. But as as interesting as the idea is, how far do they investigate these things? Like, there's no sure. there's no NASA presence in every state in the United States. They're gonna if they if they send resources out there, they're gonna have to be traveling from wherever. NASA's NASA fairly, stations are located. NASA's pretty underfunded for what that would require. And that seems to be, you know, that would be another question. Like, yeah. hey, this department's good, but to you give them $2 what resources a year, are yeah. you going to have? Like, is it just a, are you just going to run a call center where you just collect reports <laughs> and then, you know, try to graph locations? Like, so, or, you know, are you going to get field agents? Are we going to have like people showing up from NASA with a badge? <laughs> like, like, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like an official agency, yeah, from NASA. Let them through, dude. If they if they end up seeing like, oh, we're gonna give them a massive amount of funding for this department, and they just start shoving more money, and like, we need to be worried about war right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is how they get you. They fucking they spend money in other places, right? Enormous amounts, and they're like, oh yeah, we paid this much for that, and they're like, no, you were building weapons, is right. what You were doing. <laughs> we're having us look the other way. Yeah. Yeah, which I have to say, I, as far as that goes and the history of that goes, if we can bring it back to World War II, Hitler invented Volkswagen. Yes. He invented the, the Volkswagen, right? And he, <laughs> and had Porsche, he had Porsche design the car. He told people, hey, uh, give us your money and we're, we'll build you the car. Nobody got the car. Right. Um. That he got millions from his own people to have these cars built. Um, the war's over. They're like, no, we're gonna sell this car. We're gonna sell that car. It's have you seen what the design? It's like the is, same car. Is, is it's it like the, the really bug. Square boxy it's one. the bug. Oh, it's a bug. Okay. And it's yeah. that car. And they're like, we're not even gonna change the name. So they just like, they're just rolling around with Hitler's name. <laughs> what? And they're like, we're not changing it. It's it's still Volkswagen. Like. <laughs> You could probably, you could kind of rebrand. <laughs> you should try to rebrand. Uh, they're like, no, we're keeping it. Volkswagen <laughs> means like the people's car, people's car right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Because it, originally it was a ploy, where he was like, ah, oh, just hey, a way everybody, to raise money. we got this car, and if you give, if you invest your money, it was like thirty five hundred dollars yeah. or whatever. We'll manufacture it and get the. He was he was plugging it all into the war machine. Right. It was all going to build weapons of war. Right. Um and yeah and that's how nobody got their car, but no he that's what he called it the Tesla and then, and then after afterwards like now nah, we're gonna keep it thing works. 
<clears throat> and this will be and, and they're this still will, around today. This will be the the choice of white women in the United States car <laughs> in the late nineties, early aughts. Um, remember, everything that's Audi is also a Volkswagen. So oh yeah, they own those. There's, there's plenty of is, is the is the Audi label still around? They're still making. Oh yeah, they have. Yeah, they still make. A, is their product of line vast, or yeah. is it just like a few? I mean, it's it's a pretty predominant uh, luxury vehicle right now. So, plenty of uh, yuppie white men are also driving Volkswagens, right? And Volkswagen actually had a very big part in Lamborghini for a long time. Uh, like like manufacturing parts. Or uh, just... Yeah, like parts that were inside. So a lot of a lot of the interiors of Lamborghinis were very similar to Jettas at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there's kind of a, a weird. History is so like when Ford owned Mazda. Yeah. And so it was just like, oh, these were all on the same chassis. Yeah, or you find out they're like, oh, well, this is actually an engine built by another company. And you're like, how the fuck yeah. does that happen? You yeah, know, that, like, that happened a lot, like between companies. Like the, those uh Saab. Saab was another one with that had like Subaru motors in some of their cars and that GM parts for everything else. <laughs> you don't know what mechanic to go yeah, to. Absolutely not. Unless you go to a Saab specialist. <laughs> They're not around though anymore. Right? So no, they Inside, went out of business Inside. decades ago. They folded like Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of Ford counterparts and GM counterparts that have folded since then. Yeah, they, they're trying to bring the Hummer back as an all electric. Dude, vehicle. I'm actually see, I've actually seen GM's lineup kind of expand. Yeah. And um, I don't know if it'll shrink back down with the with the the, the bill with yeah the electricity yeah. Um, whether that'll look up, but I was like, dude, it was like that period from like 2004 to like 2012, it was pretty tight. Cause that was when like, they still owed, they were still paying the government off cause they almost fell out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Almost, um, almost every company, but Ford. Yeah. Ford took a line of credit, but they never used it. Right. And then, but uh, they never needed to be billed. Yeah. And GM, uh, GM repaid, uh, by the way, they're like, Oh, and GM paid it back. A small part of what they got was the loan. Right. They still got billions. Oh yeah. There's that, yeah, in the bailout. Yeah, that they yeah. need not pay. So they had to do like, hey, GM, GM paid it back. Or like, yeah, like they got eleven billion dollars and five of it was a loan, and they paid back on the five billion and or it was something like that. Like it was like majority of it was it's gone. Yeah. There's no accounting for the rest. Yeah. Nobody's asking for um, it. Yeah, so but but for that time, like their product line became really scant because it was yeah, it was like we just want to focus on cars we can sell, and but we know that we can sell. Now it seems like they have like three vehicles for every class. There's like three or four classes of SUVs, yeah. man. There's crossover, the yeah. the full size, the and it's like yeah, there everybody's got a big version yep. of a car, and then it goes into SUVs, and then more trucks. Yeah, you know that's what the people want coming out. So, um, and now, yeah, now, now, and it and it's expanding again, and the United Auto Workers are on strike. So, yeah, you know, we'll we'll see the future of that. But it just seemed like wow, there's there's the product line got expanded quite a bit in like the last, you know, eight years, yeah, like eight to ten years. It was like that. But for a good clip, it was like nah, they're just playing it pretty safe right now. Um. And on my all burn to the ground again, and uh, <laughs> and we'll just you know it feels that way sometimes. Spend, with the price of spend everything. some more billions yeah. on billions and billions and billions. When my McChicken is two dollars and forty cents, it, it seems like everything's <laughs> about to fall up, fall up from underneath. Um, 
But no, man, if inflation has calmed down. It's not. It's not around anymore. We're good. It's good. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they say. There's no inflation. It's good. We're fine. We're settled. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody's got a place to live. Every, yeah. <laughs> Anybody can buy a house. Go buy That's a house. Right, man. Right now. When people talk about buying houses right now, I'm like, how and why? Yeah. Like that house that was $150,000 is $400,000 now, and you're going to go buy it. Go buy that $400,000 house. Almost half a million dollars. I keep saying, oh, it's going to it's gonna slow down. It's going to. Well, uh, other people it's are saying it's not over. going anywhere. I'm like, like, well, how. You're going to make money on but this $400,000 house. How far. I mean, even, even if it went down by a percent or two. Okay, so you're just paying four hundred and twenty thousand as opposed to four hundred and fifty. Like it's it's still so not. Have we ever tenable. have we ever talked about how how overinflated the housing market is uh, here in particular? In particular, yeah. it's it's the most. It's the most in door. the in the U.S. by like seventy five percent, and the next closest place is like forty percent. It and it's insane because there are, there are freshly built houses here. Yeah. They yeah. were immediately rented out. That are made out of tissue paper. Yeah, and they're just they're rentals. They're bought by a company yeah. and then rented out. Yeah. So, it the 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 affordable housing being an issue of those that are trying to get a house, and dealing with the fact that they're making more and more apartment buildings than they are these houses. You can't even get the house because it's being bought by a company and then rented to you. Yeah. Um. Yep. We're renters for life, Drew. Yeah, and some some people will be on YouTube and they'll be like, "Never buy, never buy." I always rent because of all these things you don't have to worry about and all these other you're, things. You're and never you're like, find equity. You probably live in a place that really cares about getting everything right <laughs> because you pay a good premium for that. Right. Landlords around here don't give a fuck. They don't nope. get unless it's unless it's a safety related issue. Like you may have to wait a while, but it's, it's not like that out here. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So here, you know, we're just living in the hellmouth. Yeah. In the two hundred eight. So that's right. More people um, moving in every day. Yep. Looking for yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah. Infrastructure. I hope. <laughs> looking for jobs. They're all in sales. <laughs> They're all trying. It's all sales, dude. It's all B two B. It's all inside. It's all. When I was in Philly, dude, they were talking about uh, the uh, unemployment rate was down to like two or three percent. Like something stupid it's like there's there's still poverty everywhere but people everybody has a job i'm pretty i, I don't know I, I can't imagine it being any any different here like there's there's jobs everywhere everywhere i go everybody's hiring for 15 dollars and 50 cents an hour 17 dollars an hour for like entry-level positions the fact that anybody doesn't have a job here is in, insane <laughs> to me well and that's and that's another measure that so there are two measurements of uh, unemployment. Is yeah. There's another figure that, that includes people that aren't actively looking for jobs. So right. the, the unemployment is a number based on people, people seeking. actively seeking right. out employment. But there's a whole other. And once you account for that portion, then it that, blows up between like 8 to 10 more percent. Yeah, I imagine that, that inflates it quite a bit. Yeah, so, um, so that's a nightmare uh, as well, which will... I mean, but they're getting out there. I'm seeing more kids. That's uh, good. Which, but look, I know some kids that need to get a job, and then, and yeah, and they will. And look, I understand. Fucking like sixteen to eighteen percent of these kids are autistic. 
Right. We're just gonna have to, we're just now. gonna have to accept that the customer service days are dead. Just let them do their job. Let them make their money. Let them write down a list. Tell them not to make eye contact. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just just be prepared. It's not gonna be the greatest <laughs> customer service experience, but they're out there. Right. Because it's they need to. They'll, they'll make sure everything's fronted. Yeah, they need they need to be out there making the money. Right. Um. Because we need this economy. Everybody needs to go out and buy something right now. <laughs> that's if right. You're hearing this. Buy something. Uh, go buy something and support congressional term limits. <laughs> this is DD and Kyle versus the universe. I'm DDC. Bye, Kyle. Bye, Kyle.